Good afternoon, boys and girls, and welcome in to the Wednesday, November 24th, 2001 edition of the Dream Wager. As always, I'm your host, Dylan, and alongside me, my partner in crime, our NBA guru, Elvis. How are you, sir? Great, Dylan. You know, day before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. feeling good, Laugh for these games tomorrow. Right now, reporting live from I-84 West. You're on the road today, baby. Let's so, go. On go. the road. Three three things for tomorrow. Football, food, and betting. <laughs> I, I was gonna I was gonna say the three the three F's, but I didn't I couldn't think of the third one on top friends. of my and friends. friends. Yeah, or family. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Well, it's good to have you in with us today. We got a heavy card for everyone today. We'll recap the shit show of a performance the Giants displayed Monday. We got action on all three games for tomorrow, and we'll round the show off with some plays on the hardwood. But I do want to start with the game we saw on Monday night. Boy, do the Giants stink. I know they fired Jason Garrett yesterday, but he's not the only problem with this team. Elvis, what do you think they have to do to get back to, you know, everyone thinks of, oh, Giants are, are, a, fran- are a great franchise. They won Super Bowls. What do they do, have to do to get back to th- being that team? Fire everyone. Starting with the general manager, David Gettleman. Yeah, he has to go. He has to go. Judge has to go. It, it's a shame they let Jason Garrett take the fall early. They should at least let, let my man finish the season out. But I understand. Yeah. You know, I understand you haven't scored 19 points. You scored under 19 points, what, six straight weeks? Six straight weeks. I understand. That's a fireable offense. Yeah, no, guaranteed. That's what I understand. But... The first one, it has to be the guy who hired that, mm-hmm. who put that man in charge, yeah. and that's Gettleman. He has to go. He puts this together. He captured uh, Daniel Jones. He hired Judge. He signed all these off-season acquisitions, and they're just underperforming. Saquon, he, I'm only, I'm pretty sure he got to Saquon. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's the one that signed Odell and said, we're not going to trade Odell, then traded Odell. (laughs) And then they tried to put all the blame that the organization has been having on Odell when it wasn't even Odell's fault. (laughs) So let's just start there. Um, Danny Dimes. Gotta go. I love the name. Gotta go. go. Saquon, you still got some zip into you, man. You got to play. Injury pro. You got to get in rhythm, but you still got some life in you, love. I see it. I see some zip in those legs. I know he's still getting hurt, but come on, Dylan. Let's be honest. I, I think everybody knows that's probably one of the worst offensive offensive lines in football. And so and, and that was what that, that's what Gettleman has been trying to tell us for the past I don't know four or five years. We're going to fix the offensive line, and they have yet to fix it. They still don't have it. a good offensive line. A and, few years ago, yeah. they had uh, three first round picks, <laughs> and and they drafted Daniel Jones and a defensive tackle. Like, I, I, believe it or not, Dylan, I honestly think Daniel Jones would have never won in the first round if the Giants didn't take him. No, I agree. Ball. I think he would have been in the second, possibly the third. Yeah. Nope. You know, i never seen a Duke quarterback go in the first round. Like, <laughs> Shout out Duke. They, 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 they uh, produce athletes, but not quarterbacks. I'm sorry. Because yeah, Danny Dimes got it, man. I have faith. I took the Giants. I think went total season over seven. Mm, not looking good. Not look, I don't even think they're going to win the game for the rest of the season. Mm. Not yeah. looking good. Maybe against, uh, nah, honestly, watch the, the, the division is playing better. Philly's yeah. better. Washington's better. And they're not going to beat the Cowboys. Cowboys. So, yeah. 
No, I I agree with you. They got to they got to clean ship. They got to clean out everyone. Joe Judge, David David Gettleman, Danny Dimes, Barkley. I even think Barkley needs to go. They get they got to clear out the offensive line. Nate Solinger, he's too old. Yeah, he's done. We'll take him back. The Patriots will take him back. You know, as soon as they come back, they start playing at a Pro Bowl level. We'll exactly. Hey, maybe maybe the Mecca and and New York is just too much for these people. Maybe it's just too much pressure because within the last decade, because from 2011, last time they won the, the uh, championship, the championship, they've only been to the playoffs once. And we all know the boat game. What happened? If you don't even want to talk about that, this oh, organization, yeah, I don't even goals. think this is a destination where free agents would want to come. You know who, you, no, to be honest, like I'm not even shitting on them. It's like, you know who I think they really need to get? They need to get Lewis Riddick in the building. He's going to change the culture. And I, I think he, he's going to be bringing a winning culture. He knows what to do. He's the only person that I, that I listen to on the Monday night crew. I don't listen to greasy. I don't listen to the other guy. And the Say, Manning, I want to listen to Payne and Eli. Yeah, I think I think everyone has. They break down the game like I learned so much football just watching them. But no, I agree. Everything they they do on offense, like they have the weapons on the outside. They have a lot of weapons. Oh, they, yeah. I just think, think about it. Yeah. Tony, Tony was a great draft pick. Mm-hmm. I, was, I did that one to get him in. That was a great draft pick. He hit that one on the nail. His potential is through the roof. Yeah. I like Evan Ingram. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. You know, Slayton, he's, you know, hit or miss, but Slayton, you know, he's, he's pretty good. If he stays so healthy. Yeah. The wide receiver core of this team is just. They need, they need a consistent yeah. quarterback that could give them the ball. Danny yeah, then we got to stop just, him because he doesn't throw yeah, down. I got to stop calling it Daniel. Yes. Daniel got to go. And to be honest, he looks like a better rushing quarterback than a passing quarterback. The kid is athletic. Man, no, he is. Yeah. He's what? Six, four, six, five. Yeah. Body about 200, like four, 220. Body runs a four, five, four, six. But still. He, 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 he's making the same mistakes he made his rookie year. And that's the same yeah. knock I had on it's, Sam it's, Darnold. It's no improvement. No. He has improved. And to be honest, not to just keep firing on Jason Garrett, but he wasn't the right person for the job. So, and now, no, no. and now who do you have? Freddie Kitchens taking over offensive coordinator? Oh, my God. Hey, Freddie Kitchens gets big. Gets Don't let them Cleveland tapes fool you now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, this, this Giants team, they... They they got a lot of work to do, I think. But good win for the Bucks after losing two in a row. Good to get back on the winning end of things. Tom Brady looked good. Um, none of us hit. Did did uh, he hit over your touchdown prop? Nope. They took wow. him out early. He would have got it. They wow. took him out early. He was dealing. Yeah, he, he was, was looking good. I'm not gonna say this Tampa Bay team is ready to take off because I'm not gonna say nobody's ready to take off when you play the Giants. But they did look better. Yeah, but much maybe better. The Giants are just that bad. Yeah, or, that, or, defense, or that, yeah. that defense was flying around. I'll give it that, but maybe, yeah. you know, Daniel's just not it. No, Daniel's not. <laughs> well, let's go to tomorrow. Thanksgiving, obviously, big day. We always got three games on uh, Thanksgiving. Let's start with the early game at 1230. 
The Bears going to Motor City, taking on the Lions. Bears are three point favorites over under at 41 and a half. Where do you what do you like in this game? I'll, I'll lean the under. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a high scoring affair. Um, Andy Dorian is starting this game, correct? Yep. Andy Dalton is starting. The Red Rifle. Um, I, I'm confident Andy wins this game, but guess what? Hmm. It's Turkey Day. Yep. It's the Lions Day. And I got him covering plus three and a half. Wow. I ended up getting the hook. <laughs> I ended up getting the hook, though. I ended up getting the hook. <laughs> Good job. Three and a half, but I think they're live dogs. Yeah. I think it's a prime situation to get their first double of the year. Traditional on Turkey Day. You know, the Lions always coming out and play. Mm-hmm. So they're live dogs here. But if, the, if it was Justin Fields playing, not, nothing against him. I just don't think he's at that level ready yet. Ain't no NFL ready yet. So I think if he was in, I would have taken straight dogs, Lions. But Red Rifle was there and I got confidence in him. So I'm going to just take the three and a half. Two things I look forward to on, th- on Thanksgiving. Deep fried turkey and Lions playing football. But I have I have no confidence in them. But I am leaning, not leaning. My official play is under forty one and a half. Both teams seven and three towards the under this season. Both defenses they shouldn't be worried about the opposing passing attacks, especially since two backups are starting. The Lions have no real receivers, so the Bears' only threat is to stop Swift, which I think they could hold them under a hundred. Even if he gets over a hundred, I still don't think they'll go over the mark of 41 and a half. I love the trend of both teams going towards under because they offensively, both teams have struggled. So I'm going towards the trend and I'm going to dive under 41 and a half. That is my first play. Joey is also leaning under 41 and a half as well. Yeah, we're all leaning on that. Um, let's go to the next game. 430 prime time. We got the Raiders taking on the Cowboys. Cowboys laying a touchdown. Over under forty one. What do you like in this game? I love the Raiders. Um, really? Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders plus the points, and I'll be honest, they're live dogs here. Wow. Me out. Raiders have lost three straight games. Yeah, they have. So they, they got to knock that off. Cowboys playing without Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. without CD Lamb. So you're yeah. missing your top two wide receivers off the rip. Absolutely. I'm not sure if Tyron Smith is playing. He did miss Sunday's game. Not sure if he's going to be there tomorrow. And Zeke Elliott, man, he's not looking the same. I don't know if he's ever is mid-season rust. He's, you know, just got a little tired. But yeah. he hasn't looked the same in these past recent reads. And Dak's been overthrowing since he, he, he came back from that. Um, yeah, is he all right? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that uh, half is 100%. No, I don't. So I still think that yeah. aches him. Remember, he came into the season with a bad shoulder. Remember, he didn't have not one preseason snap, not one uh, full on pra- uh, pass practice. He just went straight in to Tampa Bay. So maybe the shoulder might be irking him a little bit. Who knows? But I think this is a live chance for the Raiders to win this game. Yeah. Game's given day. Uh, wide receiver core is weak for the Cowboys. So they're going to have to, somebody's going to have to make some plays. He's a Tony Potter, Daniel Shorts at the tight end, Michael Gallup. He just came back. Yeah. Maybe he has a huge game. Zeke. Somebody's going to have to make a play and bust one. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, Amari Cooper always gives something late game. CD Lamb is always a threat after catching the ball. And I think it's just it's just the Raiders day. Yeah. You know, so I'm taking them plus seven. I will lean them money line. I might even sprinkle something on the money line, to be honest, because I really just have this feeling, you know, remember, 
Derek Carr is still uh, second in the league in passing yards. The offense is still threat. It's still you know a threatening offense. And you see it recently, Denver scores forty uh, Cowboys. You see these teams putting up a lot of points against the Cowboys, and then you have sometimes the Cowboys hold the Chiefs to nineteen. So yeah. you don't know which defense is going to show up yeah. tomorrow. So I lean. Well, my official play is Raiders plus the seven. Nice. Yeah. Also, before I give out my play, did you hear, you know how um, Jerry Jones, he always goes on the radio station, the Dallas radio station, took a shot at Omari Cooper because he's unvaccinated. He and now he hurt his team because now he can't play this weekend and it sucks. But I do think Jerry Jones is a little pissed off at at um, at Amari Cooper because he can't play. But because, you know, Jerry, he just wants to win, baby. (laughs) Just win. Um, and Jerry wants to win because you know he don't have too much time left. You know Jerry takes that Super Bowl freedom. Yeah, and Amari just got Amari just got the bag. He just paid this man a lot of money. So you you got You got to do what's best for the team at some point. I think, but that's neither here you know, or there. Um, Jerry just got to be lucky. He has a two and a half game lead right yeah. now. Yeah, Eagles creeping in. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, my official play, I'm diving under 51 for the game at minus 120. Cooper's out, like we said, due to COVID-related issues. And Lamb, he is expected to miss the game. They don't think he's going to um, he's gonna recover from the concussion protocol. So the Raiders, they've also unless, been... Yeah. Unless Jerry pay, you know, pays off a doctor now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he got the oil money. But uh, yeah, no, the Raiders, they've also been struggling massively on offense as of late. The only real threat I think they have is tight end Darren Waller and running back Josh Jacobs. And Waller hasn't scored since week four and Josh Jacobs hasn't scored since week seven. So with the offensive woes of the Raiders going up against the much improved Cowboys defense, I don't see many points being scored for the Raiders. Now with the Cowboys offense and the pieces they'll be missing, it hurts them. Dak Dak Prescott and company have exceeded the 20 point mark only once since week six. The under is seven and three in the Raiders last 10 road underdog. It's also four and oh in the last four games for the Cowboys and four and one in their last five scoring fewer than 15 points. So all these trends I'm diving under again, 51 at minus 120. and the night game. We got Buffalo going to new Orleans, Buffalo lane, six and a half over under at 45 and a half. Elvis, where do you go for this one? This was a tricky game, man. They're, yeah. they're, in, they're uh, in new Orleans, correct? Yes, sir. Tough game. Tough, Tough place to play at. You know, Buffalo been looking a little shaky. Yeah, they've just been lost struggling. Well, lost to the Jaguars a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't know what's going on with them. You know, as of right now, New England is their first place in the division. Yes, so, sir. Know, so they might be hitting the panic button up a damn. Uh, I'm not sure yet. So, but I'm gonna be honest, Dylan. At the end of the day, have Trevor Simeon. All respect to Sean Payton. Yeah. He's capable of getting it done. I know it's a little rich, but I ended up just taking the Bills' money line at minus 190. Look. A little chalky. A little chalky, but that just shows you how much respect I got for Sean Payton and Mm -hmm. New Orleans defense because that defense is on another level. Yeah. So, for me... Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Joey is taking the Raiders' money line. 
He's a big. They're live dogs. Baby. Yeah, they you. they are. And Joey winded up ta- uh, laying the points with the Bills instead of on the money line with me. I did it two times in a row. Might as well do it a third. I'm going under 45 and a half at minus 110. Oh, Dylan, we need some exciting games on Turkey Day now. I know. I want three unders. Three I unders. Three, I'm telling you right now, Dylan, <laughs> if it's three unders, I'm on Fade Friday. <laughs> I don't want three unders. One of these games got to go over. Either either I'm going to be a genius or I'm going to be the dumbest person in the world come Friday's episode. But, hey. Right, you, can go, you can go two or one. Yeah. I want to see one exciting game, goddammit. <laughs> I know. No, no one is actually rooting for unders on Thanksgiving after a yeah. t- three, four plates of food. You just want to sit back and watch a shootout. No, I, know, I get that. But, hey, both elite defenses. I know Bills have lost two in a row, but... Bills are still ranked in the top five defense. New Orleans ranking six. And both offenses, like you alluded to, they've been average as a best of late. The Bills offense and Josh Allen, they've seemed to regress, to be honest. In three of his last four games, Allen has averaged six yards per attempt or fewer. The only game he was better than in that span was against the Jets. And the Jets have a disgrace of a secondary. So last week, the Bills couldn't even get much going against the Colts. And the week before that, they couldn't even score a touchdown against the Jaguars. Oh my God. So now with the Saints, they've, they've been hurt by injuries. And ever since Kamara went down, their offense has sunk. Kamara is leaning towards not playing again. And the Saints were also without two of their starting tackles last week. The rookie who filled in at left tackle, Landon Young, he suffered a season-ending foot injury in his first start. So now they're down to their third string there. So with, with all the Saints injuries and no really weapons and Trevor Simeon and the Bills struggling on offense to put points up, I have no choice. I got to dive under 45 and a half. I think this is going to be a low scoring game. And you, I, I was watching first take and, and usually I, sometimes I agree with Stephen a, but Mac Jones is outperforming a guy that just got paid $280 million in Josh Allen. That is unacceptable. It's just unacceptable. How do you score one touchdown against Ermin Myers defense? Can can you please explain it to me? Because I'm still trying to figure that out. How did a man that was in MVP conversation for the whole year, for all of last year, going into the playoffs, everyone's like, oh, the Bills are the team to beat. The Bills are the team to beat. And then he get paid, and then a rookie's outperforming you. Granted, he probably is the best rookie, quarterback rookie in the draft. But Matt Jones? You, he, on, he, he can't be outperforming you. It, it, it's just unacceptable. I, I, I don't understand what's going on. Maybe it's the system. But Sean, and, and we've given credit to Sean McDermott and that coaching staff for a couple of years now. We've said, hey, they're, they're, they're the right guys up in Buffalo. They're, they're turning this program around and they're, they're going in the right direction. But as of late, offensively, they can't seem to get anything going. So... I don't know. I had to get that out of, off of my chest. That was bothering me. It's it's ridiculous. Appreciate the words, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, coming from you. <laughs> uh, let's go to the hardwood for tonight because you guys want to bet tonight. Obviously, I have no plays in the NBA for me. I didn't really like anything. I do lean Nets minus one, but the number seems like a trap game for me. What do you have, Elvis? I know you got a couple games. Let's just, I'm going to just read them out, baby. Let's go. All right. Tonight, 
King James returns from his one-game suspension. So I'll be taking the Lakers plus four and a half. I'm kind of shocked they're four-point dogs now. Big big and game for LeBron. Big game. That's what I'm saying. I will also be taking LeBron over 21 and a half points. The fact that he's over under 21 and a half points should be disgraceful. Whoever, oh just, whoever did that in Vegas should be fired. Because LeBron's about to drop 25, 28 on you. What's his career average, Ellen? 27. Mm. I'm playing with my man. Mm. You think he's about to go out there and score on the 21? Mm. I'm goddamn mind. Mm. <laughs> so, put multiple units on LeBron oh over 21 God. and a half. Multiple units. I repeat, multiple units. Lock of the day, people. Next. Wow. Boston. In at TD Garden. Tricky game, but the next, next. We got a squad back. You know, KD should be playing tonight. Mm-hmm. James Harden been playing better. I love this rhythm. I love the monster game he had with KD wasn't in. He's getting into his rhythm now. He's getting <laughs> into that flow, though. Yeah. I don't want people to worry, but what he's been saying, going to be in trouble when he gets that thing rolling. So I'm taking the next funny line, minus 115. Chicago, Houston tonight. Oh, man. Houston. Trash. Houston, we got a problem. <laughs> He's in Chicago minus the nine. Yeah. I'm sorry, Houston. I got to do it there. Chicago might just be one of, one of the best teams in the East right now. I love the, what they're doing. I love Caruso playing defense. He's he's proven he's an uh, all-NBA uh, guard. Lonzo, Triple B's, he's the man. DeMar DeRose is playing like an MVP. Exactly being exactly being. I'm just happy that people are finally watching him play because he's been putting up number for years. It just suppose just wasn't there for the past two years, but he's finally getting the shine he deserves. Taking the Bulls minus the nine. I don't know why lately, but just this team been fucking me. I've been betting them and they'll lose. But guess what? They're gonna, they're gonna flip the switch. I've been yes, taking sir. the Wizards. I guess probably the worst team in the NBA, the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, keep fading. Um, yeah, it's a little rich. It's a little rich. Minus 174. Mm. I understand. I'm just playing the same. You know, I'm playing the same. I had a horrible NBA day Monday, so I'm just playing the safe right now. Okay. So I'm just taking the money line. And then I have a two-way six-point teaser. Okay. I'll be taking the Memphis Grizzlies plus two and a half tonight against Toronto in Memphis. R.P. Young Dolph. R.P. Young Dolph. And then Golden State minus four and a half against Philly. Golden State, the best team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I would even nine, nine and a half is just a, a little rich. high. Oh no, is that ten? Yeah, it's at ten. 10. Yeah, that's just too rich. I respect Philly. I respect God. He might die signing up, so I just teased it down to minus four and a half. And those are my plays today for the NBA, baby. Nice. I will be rooting for you. I'll be watching. I have oh, tonight. Too bad he couldn't come to the Mecca because they needed him last night. Oh, the Knickerbockers. Yeah, they won. They definitely, they definitely would have covered the five and a half. Yeah, sound, sound good. Sound good, right? But uh, I got three plays for you guys in college hoops. Swept the board last night. Three and oh, no big deal. I think I got my swagger back. Um, oh, 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 yeah, that, that, that video is legendary. <laughs> I will always love that video. Um, my first play air force. You guys heard me talk about it. I think air force is a wagon. I'm laying the six against them. This is a tricky spot for me because I didn't want to take the points with Denver, 
but I didn't want to lay more than a touchdown with Air Force. I was able to grab the six, so I'm going to lay the six with Air Force. Air Force is going to have the best player on the court with A.J. Walker. 17 points per game. He's shooting 39% from three. What worries me is that Air Force doesn't do a good job rebounding the ball. They might be a little outmatched down low. But no team and no team, uh, no one on Air Force, excuse me, averages more than five rebounds per game. This is this is going to be a sloppy game since Air Force likes to play it slow and and Denver has a tough time putting the ball in the basket. So I like Air Force minus six, nothing higher because Denver does generate a couple steals a game. If if it gets up to six and a half, seven, I might jump on Denver. But right now I like Air Force minus six. Next game, I am taking the Orange Syracuse minus five against VCU. I like this spot for the Orange. Cuse has been very solid on offense. And with VCU offensively, they're just bad. They rank in the bottom 15 three goal and three point field goal percentage. VCU scored 57 points or fewer in their first four games of the season, ranking in the bottom third in the country. The Orange, they're a great three, uh, shooting the three and fantastic on the free throw line. And VCU, they just don't have anyone on offense that they could rely on or look for to get a bucket uh, late in the game. So I'm going with the Orange to cover the spread. I like them to cover the five at minus 110. My third, my third play of the game, South Dakota State. Minus five at minus 114. I like what I'm seeing from the South Dakota State team. George Mason, they've struggled from three. And with South Dakota State, they've had a great start to the season. They have all the goods and they have guys that could shoot guys that could rebound and control the floor assist. I think they're going to surprise a lot of teams this year at home. I think they have a little advantage there. I think they're going to be able to control the game and cover the spread at minus five. And I also have one lean. I like Utah Valley on the money line. It's basically a pick them, but yeah, I like Utah Valley there. Anything else before we get up out of here, Elvis? No, man. I just uh, wanted to say Happy holidays to yep. all the listeners out there. If you're rocking with us, just know we're rocking with you, man. Mm-hmm. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Elvis, Joey. We've let him know. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys have a lot of food. Be safe out there, everyone. We will see you guys on Friday with more picks, hot takes. Please follow along our social media, Twitter and Instagram, at The Dream Wager. You can find all of our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, give us a review. All that good stuff helps us out tremendously. Be a friend, tell a friend, and we'll see you guys on Friday.